Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. From our financial life, to our relationships, to our kids, to our health, we're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. And in every episode, we will consider the research and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. And we'll ask you to share your breadwinning story. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She's an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplaces that work for all employees. So, uh, this week, uh, we're outside of the office again. Uh, we're, uh, my title for this was, well, 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 well. <laughs> What are we doing about our health and our wellness? Um, <laughs> Everyone, she's very funny. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, I preface this by uh, telling you that I was the worst at this. So uh, when I was, especially when I was at Working Mother and all leading into it, but especially Working Mother, because by that point I had two kids, um, I just was the worst with my health. It, everything went into family or it went into work, and it was never about me. And uh, I gained a lot of weight. And uh, at one point, yeah, I was like, you know, I put my hands in the, put myself in the hands of the experts. Uh, and we did a series where all these people, nutritionists and an exercise expert, and it was basically, why can't Jennifer lose weight? And it went on and on. And I, I did lose some weight, but, uh, I just put it out there because, uh, I just always had to be honest when I was at working mother and here and everywhere, uh, that the first thing to go, well, the second, cause we've talked about the first thing with our friends, <laughs> then the second thing to go was health. So, um, but I don't I know. Mean, how about yourself? More all the power to you to like be. I think it's one of the things I think is so powerful about about connecting the data to our own experiences and to experiences of folks who I know we will have on the show. But, you know, to be able to be vulnerable and honest about that process, you know, in the context of working mother and here and everywhere, I mean, really, really, really good, really important. <laughs> And to that end, I'm completely stalling on answering your question. <laughs> because you're going to, you're going to show, we're going to be like, it's uh self magazine or something. And now tell us about your day and <laughs> how much exercise you're doing in your day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So not a lot. I mean, I will say, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm coming up with, with little ways that I exercise, but I do think it's relevant. You know, I, I have a lot of, my job involves going to different clients all the time. So I do mm. do a fair amount of walking um, and like kind of rushing around, um, which is not, it's not cardio, but it's something. I do try to like recognize where I'm doing something. Um, you know, I think it's pretty hard to, at the moment, um, given kind of the extra emotional labor stuff I'm doing to like find the time yep. that in the commute. Um, I will say the one person who, who I absolutely cannot be more grateful for in this new place where I live has been um, my primary care physician, which is, which I've never had that experience before where there's been a doctor who's been very invested in my wellness, not just, 
not just like, you know, oh, you have this like problem snoring and I'm going to look into it, but like, right. tell me holistically, like what, what's going on with you? How can we help you? I see her. I, I stopped going as regularly, but I was seeing her every six weeks while like things were unfolding with health challenges yeah. and the rest of my family. And I've never had the experience where, you know, a medical professional was looking not just at one piece, but at the whole me, um, which was awesome. But, you know, <laughs> still, I'm still pretty bad at finding time to exercise. I took some time off and then I was really good at exercising. And right. when I got back, I was like, oh, oh well. Well, there's, you know, the the stakes are future stakes, right? I, I mean, I guess if there are, the stakes are involved in the daytime, too. Like, the implication. Like, if you don't sleep, you feel, you, you know how you have, especially when you're younger, you could, like, you know, stay up all night, wake up early for class, and and you kind of don't feel it as much. I I feel like this, the, the how it's going to bounce boomerang back to you, you're putting it off. For, you know, consideration, the deadline that you have to meet for work or whatever has to happen with the kids is now. And so, yeah. you know, well, so there uh, I was just uh, working at Healthy Women, which is the National uh, Women's Health Resource uh, site. Mm-hmm. And they did a big survey of midlife women. And they found that about half of the women ages 30 to 60 are not taking time for their health. And let's see, 66% of women reported feeling only someone in control of their health and nearly 90% described their stress levels as moderate to high. These, I don't know who these women are. Yeah. <laughs> that's so unusual. Just, you know. <laughs> 90%. That's insane. Insane. Yes. And I think that that is, you know, we've talked about burnout and we've talked about the mental load. But I, I, so my life now in that I work with clients instead of having one full-time job has been that I have committed to myself to, I work out twice a week. I I do Pilates. I love my Pilates class and I like it for the physical, but also for the mental because I, it's so awful (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I can't think about anything else on my to-do list. And I'll, you know, it took me a long time. We always say my kids are teens now. And so there's less of, I can just leave them when they have a day off from school. I'm off to my class. I'll be back. I'll bring you bagels. Um, but it's, so it took me a long time to put myself back on the list of my mm. cues. Yeah. Um, and I try real, real hard never to not go twice a week. That's a really complicated way of saying, it. I just can try not to <laughs> schedule things that conflict with those. And it helps. It helps yeah. a lot. But it yeah. also took me 15 years of working parenthood to get there, to have right. the ability to do that. And, you know, and I was stressed and tired. And I don't know about you. I, I would do the, you know, you get the thing where you drink all the caffeine in the morning and then you have a glass of wine at night to wind down, you oh, know, yeah. like the light version of like Judy Garland's life, <laughs> you know, pills to go up, pills to go down. And I think, <laughs> well, what are we doing here? Yeah, I definitely, I'm still in that world. And again, when I was able to take time off, um, when I got back, like I pre-packaged my meals for the week and like I restricted my coffee and I had smoothies yeah. for a few days in the morning. 
And then I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't make time for all this. That habit, like, completely fell off. Um, but, you know, I think the the kind of uppers and downers, <laughs> Judy Garland likes. <laughs> um, it's funny. I had a roommate in college for a bit who used to, like, take ca- no-dose in the morning and, Ooh. like, Tylenol PM in the evening. And I was like, dude, <laughs> that's that's really that's intense to kind of regulate your body like that. And now I'm pretty much, you know, I've got some of those habits. I would say I try to cut back on the wine. The wine feels most rewarding on that train, that aforementioned train ride home where you can like, when I take the Amtrak, um, which I've mentioned in previous episodes, they sell the wine, which is kind of awful, but just having the drink in transit is like okay here we go I'm fa- this is a luxurious experience somehow but yeah I mean I think working out is something I really do try to do regularly and I've sort of had to cut it out at different points mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard to you know come home at the end of the day and then put my kids to sleep and then at like 9 30 jump out and do an exercise class and then wake up right at- five the next day. It's just, it's, uh, it's rough. I feel too exhausted for that. But I think, you know, it's interesting you, that your kids are older, you now have flexibility to be able to leave them. You've also been thinking about this topic and wanting to do it for a long time. Right. And so kind of, it's kind of this happy, not coincidence, but this happy time where you're able to say, okay, now I can do what I've wanted to do. And I have the flexibility with my kids being old enough to do that. Um, now, with your doctor, uh, so part of the survey says that 77% of women are not getting regular screenings. And they say it's, you know, their job is what's getting in the way. So what do you think has changed for you that you could actually, actually go get your checkups and screenings done? You know... Honestly, I think a doctor who cares. Like I, mm. I really. Well, first of all, it's very convenient to me. Um, but when I, you know, I had a health scare um, a couple years ago, uh, where you know there had it was actually a really stressful time, and I I was on the phone with two of the people that I was consulting with, and I literally had a conversation. They were talking about their wellness, and I said. I'm pretty sure this is a quote. <laughs> I'm too busy to worry about health stuff right now. I'll deal with that later. Um, and right? then, uh, yeah. And then the next, I think that was a Friday on Monday morning, I had something called infectious colitis, which came out of nowhere. And I ended up in the hospital for a while. Um, it, you know, it's not, it's something that kind of comes out of nowhere. And right. I won't talk about that, but but it left my stomach kind of, I, I had a lot of GI things, like my stomach just didn't really like get back to normal ever. So I started going to the doctor for that and they needed me to see a primary care physician before I went to be referred to this GI doctor. And the primary care physician was just ready to hear all of it. Like, I think the first intake meeting, she was like, tell me what you're doing. Tell me about your commute. Tell me about your work. Tell me about your family. Um and so I think in the past, you know, when I lived in New York, my, my medical care was much more pieced together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go to one medical, which is a chain. 
um, even though I had a primary care physician, it was just easier for me to go to one medical where you could like book appointments online and they had sort of a modern office and, and you could book them, book the appointments until 10 Booking o'clock at night. Online. Can we just all get there, please? I, it's just so much easier. And if I could just like overlay my calendar with your availability, that would yeah. be awesome. Cause yeah, I, it, I, just from the get go, just having to call and yeah. then talk through the calendar and figure it out. It's a 20 minute ordeal just to set up an appointment. Yeah. then you'll probably have to move it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I, I mean, online scheduling, I don't understand why anyone spends any time <laughs> coordinating with like, what about these times and those times? But yeah, so anyway, that's what I did in New York. And I never felt like, even after that, that incident, I felt never felt like my doctors were talking to each other. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then here they absolutely are. Um, so that's just fascinating. I feel like, you know, there, <laughs> my GI doctor is like, how can we get the stress level down? And I'm like, I've told, <laughs> see, I've told you like a, a lot. That's pretty hard to do. She's like, well, in the absence of that, do X, Y, and Z. But, you know, I think, um, I think it really matters to have someone external to us, like who can who can look at the different aspects of our life and our health and try to help us get our head around it. I feel that's such a huge, it's so impactful. I honestly, I, I think, you know, even though I'm not doing a very good yeah. job at maintaining my health, I feel like somebody is, is helping me walk through this, this period, which is fantastic. Yes. I mean, and, that, and that's where things like, uh, I have a girlfriend who uh, has a workout group like other moms, they get together on Saturdays and they, they, I, they do various things. I don't even know, but um, having that social aspect around it too. I mean, you're talking relationship with your provider. There's also, you know, uh, the best shape of my life uh, that I was ever in was uh, in my right after senior year of college before grad school. And I had a good friend who uh, expected me to show up every other day, which I find funny now because it wasn't Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, because we were in, you know, between college years and that's how you roll. You have no real schedule and we would work out. And if I was ever late, Ooh, I, I would, I would feel the wrath. Oh. So I worked out every other day with this good friend of mine and, and we look good, man. We did. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's a great time to have that. I mean, any accountability, I think, is really is yes. so helpful. Yes, it's- that's what's happening with my Pilates is that the class is so small. There's only the it tops out at five people. So they know if I'm not there. <laughs> so I'm like your primary care physician. My uh, Pilates teacher will know and yeah. she will comment and I will feel bad. Also, I paid for it. So that also keeps you very there accountable. Is, there is that. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I, I have. Because oh, the gym, you never, no one knows, right? If right. you pay for the gym membership, they, they don't know that you didn't go and nor do they really care. So um, I got away with that for a long time, but I belong to a gym. I'm very healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing, speaking of not knowing. Um, a friend of mine over the summer really encouraged me to get 
the app, and we are not plugging this app in any way, but it's called Aptive. So you have a membership to it, and then you can take classes where these people just talk to you, um, and they play whatever kind of music you decide on for whatever machine. So you'll say, like, I want to, I like the elliptical when I go. So they'll say, like, okay, this, this workout is intermediate and set your resistance to five and you're this and we're going to play Missy Elliott songs for 25 years. And I immediately turned my resistance down to two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's happened. They give you like flexibility, but yeah. Um, and then it's annoying when like you're on a machine that doesn't have the same thing that they have, which happened to me over my break when I was healthy for that two weeks. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's another way, but no one knows whether I'm using that app or not. Just me. Um, but I think that social, that accountability piece is really good. I mean, one piece that I think, that I think about that I, that's kind of been motivating for me lately is just how our kids see us taking care of our health or not. Right. Like, so, um, you know, I think my daughter is, I think she's watching what she's, she is watching. Everything you do, she's she's watching what you do, and yeah, you're. It's yes. Uh, this was a big thing uh, for me at working mother was because if I sat on the couch, everyone sat on the couch, and right. which is kind of like, come on, people, go, go find something to do. But yeah. um, yes, they're watching, and you're you're establishing good habits, which yeah. puts more pressure on us. But um, it is a good thing. It's a great thing for them to to want to get up and move and do things too. So yeah. yeah. And if that guilts us into like taking care of ourselves, <laughs> so be it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're a great motivation for me. I you know, I think uh for it I it's motivated me in a lot of different ways. So I give them both a lot of credit for just watching me <laughs> knowing that they're watching. <laughs> they see um, you do it. Yeah. yeah. They this week this uh summer, um Planet Fitness had a free summer deal for teens. And so that was a big deal with my daughter that I was, you know, like, get to, get to know a gym. You know, that's that's one way you can work out and you can do things and find something that you like to do. And so there was a lot of, uh, come on, let's go. We can do it. And we, we did it in Ohio when we visited the grandparents. We oh, did nice. it here. We didn't do it a zillion times. But we did it and I volunteered to sit in the lobby and wait for her because, you know, she felt a little awkward being by herself. And it, it would have been better had her girlfriend who uh, had suggested it in the first place had actually gone with her. But, you know, sure. we can only do what we can do. But, um, yeah, because I would love it if uh, your health stayed on your to-do list, next generation girls and boys. Yes. Um, yes. Please, please put it on. Don't let it fall off. I've always been um, envious. Uh, I would see it with, uh, especially with the first baby, that these, you'd see especially moms, because I'm looking mom to mom, that they would maintain working baby and maintain some uh, working out, you know, and like, great. It nearly 100% falls away by baby number two. But, you know, hey, stay strong. Stay strong for a little while. (laughs) So, you know. I, I was never a, uh, yeah, that you can, you know, pass off the one kid. But then once you start having um, conflicting schedules, 
especially if they're, you know, one's in pre-K and one's at the elementary school. It's like, oh my God, you know. So you can just run from school to school. In fact, the I I think I can count that as running was getting picking one child up after work at one location and then having to run clean across the neighborhood to get to the other one in time. And you also had to give time because of course the little one wanted to show you all the art he had made and you right. want to see it, but oh my lord, I cannot be late. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I have an Apple Watch, and when I remember to wear it, it it uh it checks my activity level. And one day, I was running to the train because I park and then I get out, and I was running to it, and it said, "Are you exercising?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yes, I am. Yes, I, I am. I do the occasional sprint." Yeah, from my car to the train and then also between, like, up this set of, like, I don't know. It's probably 20 stairs more. I don't know. I give it all to you. (laughs) I give you all the slack and all the health. And you know what? When when it can, you'll add more. Yeah. You know? And it'll come back. Yeah, we got to give that slack to to everybody. Yeah. Right? So. Well. I guess, you know, now you and I, let's go work out together. We'll, we'll have that app. We'll do it. Virtual, so, virtual accountability and work yes. studies. I like, I like it. I'll totally be lying in on the couch watching The Crown. But um, <laughs> but I won't tell. I, I'll have to take some pictures while I'm out and about and then, like, text them to you as if, you know, see, I'm out and about. <laughs> Here's a sweaty picture of me from, um, you know, that's one thing that Aptive has on its app. It has you take a picture. Oh, of really? yourself after you finished if you want to and I did it on vacation and when you look through my um my photos there's just one of them it's <laughs> just one sad picture of like I worked out today and I when I did it I was like oh I'm gonna work out every day and look how many pictures I'm like uh no anyway well but, uh maybe we'll start a breadwinners exercise group oh I like it I like or it. not you know, <laughs> Ah, so I say thank you for joining us today on The Breadwinner. Whether you're a chance or a choice or a sit-on-the-couch breadwinner, we hope you enjoyed the time you spent with us and that you'll share your own story at breadwinnerspodcast.com. How are you making it work? Are you actually working out? We'd love to know. Yeah, I was going to say, give us your tricks. We want to hear how you're doing it. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. Let us know what you think about The Breadwinners. Help us tell the story that we And until next week, This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.